0: we are on another episode of the inner circle and if you are out the circle hop in the circle
1: michelle Hi. what's up guys <laughs> as in, as sorry you guys don't know uh, we also have two guests with us as well we have ryan and keith from Hello. <laughs> Hello. call us when you're dead podcast Oh. Uh, The reason why we're saying welcome is because Michelle was actually in Las Vegas last week, so she's actually (laughs) coming back as well. So welcome, Michelle, and welcome to our our two guests from Call Us When You're Dead podcast. Uh, It's going to be an interesting podcast today. Michelle has to fill us in a a couple of information, Uh, merchant from Las Vegas, and we're definitely going to get to know a little bit of Call Us When You're Dead. First of all, I am so excited to get to know Call Us When
2: You're Dead because that title right there was like what so intriguing <laughs> like, I, need to, I need to know more um but i just came back from las vegas i had an amazing time i went to a music festival two-day music festival with 70 plus spanish artists reggaeton it was so amazing one of the artists evie queen she's she's an older person um she actually took my puerto rican flag and she brought it up stage with her. And I was like, yes, we can never wash this Puerto Rican flag ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how you feel with any celebrity. It's like there's sweat and like B.O. is on it. You're like, I can't wash it. Right? It's like there's um, sweat, they- there's knots and all over it.
2: There was an artist that people were throwing, like, their flags on stage and, like, like, their hats and stuff, but the artist ended up taking it, never even giving it back to the people. I'm like, wow, that would suck. Throwing something into the stage, hoping that you'll get it back. Nope. Uh
0: -uh. They're keeping it.
2: Uh Should have never threw it on stage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, before we get started, honestly, what's up, Ashley? She's saying hi. She's saying hi, Michelle. Hi, Ivan. She's here. Hello. But let's get starting to get our, our guests. We're, we, like Michelle said, we're very excited that, that that title, Call Us When You're Dead, it is so intriguing and so like, wow, like, what is it about? So um, okay. So yeah, tell us a little bit about what you guys are about. So
3: we are a true crime podcast uh, where we focus more on the victims than we do the, the murderer. Uh, at least in the first season, that's right. really where we went with, with this, with our missed opportunities, where we filled into 10 different cases that Ryan researched, um, that either the law dropped it or the cops dropped the ball. It was, it was a lot of, just t- where something could have been at Ryan Research, um, had it been prevented, we would have never had this. issue. Hmm. Um, like we wouldn't have had Andre Chicapello killing 52 people. Yeah, 52,
0: 53
3: people. Oh. Um, you know, all because of and, and yes, this one happened in Russia, but that dealt with cops going in and forcing people to change their confessions. And you see that happen a lot even in like the West Memphis 3, where these three boys are being convicted of something that they never did. Um, and so we, we about two years ago. Yeah, talked about doing a podcast, and we we were like, oh, what can we do? What could we do? And then we just kind of kept going through it, kept going through it, and we finally landed on crime because we just growing up, that's what I was like. If it wasn't the ID channel, it wasn't on in the whole- <laughs> Um So we were like, okay, well, a lot of people do true crime, so how are we gonna make this different? Mm-hmm. So we went through it and. There was probably 10 to 12 different notebooks filled with, like, we're going to do it this way, we're going to do it this way, nope, do it this <laughs> way, nope, strike mm-hmm. that, that's not going to work, we're going to have to do it this way. No. So, yeah, we just wanted to stand out, I yeah. guess, and be different from
4: all the other people because there's hundreds, maybe thousands of true crime podcasts out there. And, right. You know, we don't, we haven't heard of any that for, like, our first season focused on these, these missed opportunities. Like, okay, they may, like,
3: skim over them in their podcast, but we focused on them instead. Right, and they, they also seem to, like, really focus on the aspect of the murderer, where we just want to talk about, like, oh, this happened, and this allowed this person to do this, but let's... Sure, straight And the they, they also to seem you. to, like, with these victims. So we covered a case where um, Joyce Yost was our first victim that we ever had and she was only 38 or 48 like and it was because the cops just didn't put her into protection after she'd been sexually assaulted by this man and so we at the end of the episode we talked about her like we just said her name and we said we're going to take a moment we're just going to say her name and we said her age and we wanted her to be remembered and i went and looked up the numbers for domestic violence for sexual assault with all of these national numbers that we now give out at the end of each episode i think the only one we didn't do it on was andre cincatello and that was because it was from russia um and i understand that we did it with the english one with the one in england that we did give out a number but at the same time we things are kind of up in the air with russia right now and so i just I want them to be
1: able to hear it without it being too much of a propaganda to them. Yeah, I, 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 I was actually going to ask you about that, but before I, I got onto that, I was like, I'm I'm sorry if I if I missed it. Did you guys talk about like how did you guys come up with the name? Like, what, 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 what did you guys decide? Like, okay, this is going to be our name. Like, okay, Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. All right. so we
4: well, are always talking true crime and yada 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 and. Yeah. Uh, one thing that always came up was with, like, missing people, missing teens, kids, and parents try to, you know, report their child missing. So I was like, oh, you got to wait 24, 48, 72 hours. Oh. And it's like, okay, well... but
3: well, they have point. the right, they're an adult. They have the right to go right, missing. Right, or they're
4: an adult. And it's like, well, most murders, you know, you know the show 24, it's like the 20, first 24 hours are the most important. Yeah. The fact that they're saying hey, got to wait 24 hours. Like, okay, well, call them when you're dead
3: then. Yeah. So that's where we came up with the idea of Call Us When You're Dead, um, which was because of originally we were going to focus on just cases that dealt with missing people and then being told to do this. And then, it, like we said, it came down oh. to another, like, let's, let's make these into seasons instead of that because we need to break it up for people where it's not so much, not so heavy all the time. So we're doing, you know, we just finished missed opportunities and now we're doing survivors. So there will be these people that have served, you know, yes, horrible thing happened, but now they're surviving, Mm. Um, you know, and the advocacy that they do with it and the, the things that they do afterwards because of what happened to them.
1: I think I think that's something you guys mentioned in one of the videos. I think it's one of the uh, actually during the interview when you guys had were on that news channel, you guys yeah. said many times like the victim is forgotten like on a crime. Like everybody's so focused on like the criminal and like this is what he's doing, and you know, and basically keep his name alive and keep that person alive. But people actually forget about the victim. Nobody talks about the victim and the impact that it has on them. And yeah. like you know, like yeah, this person like. Now this person is famous, but everybody's forgotten about like you know my trauma and what I went through. You know? I
3: even get to it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the you'll you have community. Like we'll take Parkland, the school shooting in Parkland that could have been one hundred percent avoided. Yeah, yeah. People just done the paperwork and done their job to one hundred percent. And now you have a whole area that is affected by what what this one kid did. And everybody knows this garbage human being's name. People don't remember the victims of this. They, You know, you, you can ask people, maybe like, I, I know that people died, but nobody says, like, oh, you're right, 15 people died this day. Nope. People don't remember, no. you know, a group of victims of them either communicate or do their job. <laughs> God, I definitely agree. I
2: think I I... I'm starting to remember that case with that um, kid that shot up to school. And there were so many text messages that were happening before. The mom was also involved. Um, The teachers were seeing him draw some stuff on his desk that was showing that he wanted to kill somebody. And it's like, you know, they did do uh, what they thought was right to bring in the parents and have that conversation with the child. But like... I feel like in that case where it's like someone's threatening to kill other people, I think you should do more steps in order to prevent it cuz it would have been prevented if they would have taken initiative and yeah. you know I think one of the conversations was that they asked the parent um they called the parents to the school that same day that the kid shot up the school and they asked them, "Oh, do you want to bring him home?" and the oh, parents that like was Oh, was one from
3: Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the Oakland Oakland County one. So yeah, then Florida, and then Oakland was the one that just happened to him us draw a some few stuff ago. on
2: his death. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh,
1: yeah. Was that the Sandy Hook one? The one that you're talking about, right?
3: No. So the the Oakland there was Oakland, Michigan, which just happened a few months ago. The
1: one with the parents, um, but the kid, the gun, right? Yep. Yep. The For one like Michelle a, was talking a, about, a Christmas gift a few months
3: ago here in yeah. Michigan, and then. Uh, Parkland happened uh, with the latest one prior to that, and then Sandy Hook was like six or seven months prior to Parkland happened. Or uh, yeah, Parkland happened. Hmm. So Sandy Hook was the elementary school. Then you had Parkland, which was the high school. Now we have Oakland, which is the high school in Michigan, okay. where the parents are being held on um, criminal charges for yeah. for doing what they did. Yeah. You know, and they should. There, there is. There is accountability on their end, yeah. Especially that because they allowed their kid to have this, thing. they bought him They, they,
1: yeah. they needed it anyway. Yeah. it would be one thing if they bought it for for him and he was of age. First of all, you're buying it for a minor as well. Somebody that's that that right. that didn't even take a class or a training for it. You know, yeah. I I'm all for people being protecting themselves, but they should be properly trained, um, especially with something that as deadly as as a weapon.
3: Right. And and mental health needs to come into question and things like that. You can't just, you know, it's one of those things where like if somebody's probably going to be a problem, you need to (laughs) not allow them to have that, you know, access.
2: Yeah. Yep. Crazy.
1: So um, how do you decide what stories to cover on your podcast? That's all him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. oh the man man picks the stories uh, like what What's the process like do you like just come, no. come with a list and then you decide which one is the best one for that moment or
4: oh it, it's so we know what the season was so i'll just take our first season on missed, missed opportunities for example and i compiled a, a list of all cases that had notable missed opportunities and then it's a matter of this it's example, each one of them and seeing who stood out the most with which one. And I guess yeah, a, a a vibe, I guess. Like mm. if one speaks to me, I, and then I'll do that one. <laughs> but it's just, I don't want to pick ones that are like, well known, like I don't want to do a story on Gacy or Bundy. Everyone knows and watched fifty documentaries on them, so I'm not going to tell them nothing new. Or so try to pick ones
2: that are less known.
1: Okay, you want to shed light to those that are not yeah. so long right.
0: Yes,
2: I want to ask a question. What's the craziest crime story you guys ever covered?
1: Oh. Uh- <laughs>
3: So far, or that we've like seen and then not done yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
3: because Nick- we've only done 10 so far for this like season, but we still have more that like we're covering in the future.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I- I- I'll say the one that you guys already have the season, the season one already. Can uh, I
3: guess yours and you guess mine? Mine's obvious as fuck. Right. I think yours is 100% Andre Ciccitello. And that's because you saw those crime scene photos and they bothered you so much. Yeah. But what do you think mine is? Shawcross? Yeah, 100% Shawcross. That broke me as a person. Like, doing that episode broke me. (laughs) Wow. Uh, And I, I think it was because of the sexual assault that happened and they were they were kids. Mm. So that's episode three. I straight up cry. And then I tell him I need to take a break. I need to go smoke and I'll come back. <laughs> uh,
0: well,
2: um, so for me, I feel like something that will blow my mind is like, if you're like investigating and trying to figure out like who dropped the ball and stuff like that. And it's like, it comes down to if they would have just sent one email out. Or one text out, like I feel like that's just like so mind blowing. It's like, oh my god, like if they would have sent this text out, like it could have avoided this whole scenario mm-hmm. that came up after it. Mm-hmm. That's mind blowing. Right, yeah,
4: uh, and can I blow your mind right now?
5: Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. please do. <laughs> uh,
4: there's only one case that I got heated up on, and it was the Parkland one. And it was the, the kid, um, Nicholas Cruz, is the asshole. And he was posting hardcore on YouTube. And there was and the, another blog about <laughs> his plans, um, and he was going to do this, and it's happening. And this is after all of his things, right? FBI was already involved, the state police were already involved. Yeah,
0: yeah. but
4: they couldn't decipher his like his username, his tag.
1: Mm.
4: His tag was Nicholas Cruz.
1: I've re- I his name. That was his name.
4: It was his name. His tag was his name.
1: Wow. So they
4: could not figure it out. <laughs> and then a couple of days later it happened. Wow. So had they been able to decipher his name, which was his name, yep. they would have been able to stop it. And just that one little detail, yeah. you can read, <laughs> then you can, it could have been prevented.
1: And that that must suck to know that now, to be like, shit, it was that simple and that easy. Like, I could have, like, it it must hurt. It must bother you. It must kill, like, obviously, it it won't happen again. That's going to be the first. I guarantee that that's the first thing they look at for the next one. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what reminds me, like, watch, like, listening to you guys talk, like, growing up, my mom used to watch, she used to love watching Unsolved Mysteries. On TV. I used to sit there. I used to be so scared. I am like, holy shit. And then we're like, and and the killer hasn't been found. And I'm like, shit, shit. It gets really dark outside. I'm like, oh, it's going to be walking around here somewhere, you know, but.
3: Oh, it's okay. We've heard all of them probably three to four times now. Thanks to somebody. I literally go to bed and I hear the music playing and I go, (laughs) I'm going to send you to rehab. You understand this, right? Like, you have
4: a addiction to unsolved mysteries. <laughs> and
2: I've been binge-watching all of them again. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I've recently been watched... Um, oh, What was his name? John Gray or something like that? Or, I don't know. It was on Netflix John recently.
1: John Wayne They were just talking about What's it. John Wayne Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, that one. I've been binge-watched that one. And I'm just like... I had to pause. And I'm just like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like,
3: what oh, the, hell? The, the confession tapes. Is that what it was? The John Wayne Gage yes. the confession tapes. Yes,
2: yes. And oh, just wait, so I have to ask,
3: now that you watched it, do you think that somebody helped him in those crimes?
0: I don't know.
2: I think he felt like I think that people were just letting him get away with it because he was trying to portray himself to be someone in the community. But then behind closed doors, he wasn't. And I I love the fact that every time I heard like the cases when they would bring up, what about these bodies? Like, I don't know how those bodies got there. I'll probably tell you about one body that got (laughs) there. But how about all those other bodies?
1: Oh, not a lot like nothing. (laughs) Like, oh, you know, I know about that one. I don't know how the other two got there. They were in the same uh, bag. I don't know how they got in the same bag. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no. Nah. Another uh, documentary to go along with that one to like really
3: make you think about it is uh, the Clown and the Candy Man. Oh, on Amazon. On Amazon. Amazon Prime has the Clown and the Candy Man. Okay.
2: Oh, I'm good. gonna have to watch that. I also watch um, Roommate. Did you guys watch Roommate on Netflix? That's,
3: uh, what is that one is about? What is that one about? So
2: the first episode is like mind blowing. It's about this like old lady, and she's extremely old, and she's like going around, like you know, acting old and stuff. But she was actually killing people. Killing me,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michelle put me onto that. She told me about it. I'm like, what? This old lady really like? A, she was like, yeah, like, a, mm-hmm. and it's like a little grandma. Like, you would never yes. think that.
2: And the cops let her go across the street to go get coffee, and then they're, like, digging up all these bodies. They were like, where is she? (laughs) Where did she (laughs) go?
0: She
3: did. we watch so many crime documentaries when people tell us about one, we're like, you're gonna have to go in a little more depth with, like, outside of the name. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I was
2: mind-blown. I was like, what? This little old lady? They kept on posting her. I'm like... But she's so cute and oh, <laughs> no! She was killing of people uh-huh. for the check.
1: Got to watch out for. <laughs> yup, the vicious old ones. There's some vicious old ones out there. Well, let's say what's up. What's up, Ashley? Uh, what's up, Jacob? Uh, Angela, Angela, what's up? How you doing? Um, John said, "Oh, what's up, John? How you doing?" John said, "It's always a guy who uses his middle name that is a that is a psycho."
3: Or it's the people with multiple first names. (laughs) If they have multiple first names, like if it's like John Matthew Smith, 100%, he's a serial killer. Oh,
1: damn. All Spanish people are are crazy. We all crazy out there.
2: I was gonna say my name. My full name is Michana Urbaya Torres. <laughs>
1: Psycho. times two. Girl, you got to
3: tell everybody times like, two. Time? No. <laughs> she no. To, like,
1: She's maybe. gonna be like, "Well, I can tell you about one, but I don't know how the other ones got here." But you know. like, no, hold like, on, you hold
2: mean, on. Let me tell the messed person messed I have locked up, up back there. there.
1: <laughs> be quiet. <please>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm responsible for one of them, but that's it. So, um. Uh another thing. So um you, you guys mentioned a lot about the Andre Chico Tegatello Tigatello from Russia. Um, yeah. that was your latest episode aside from the uh recap episode that you guys have. I was watching um but yeah, you guys want to tell us a little bit about him, like a little bit about his story before we move on.
0: Not really. No. I hate you, his story. You, you hate his
1: story? No, a, a good recap is a uh,
4: Russian serial killer. He kidnapped and uh, attempted to rape this nine-year-old girl, eventually murders her. There, there's blood in front of this house that matches the, the witnesses, that last-seen a uh, person that was described as Chicatello with her. Her backpack was found near the river near the house where uh, she was killed at and uh, the police had all this evidence so it's like hey clearly it's him yeah But they decided they hated this other guy so much who was previously charged for a rape and murder that they wanted to pin it on him and even though he had an airtight alibi the police made his alibi change their stories to make him look guilty wow and then that other dude ends up going to jail and gets executed for this crime. And then this allows Chickatillo to go on and kill 53, 52 more people. Had they just took all the evidence, gift drafted, and given to them and used it against him, uh, those lives would still you know, potentially be here.
1: True. Crazy. All dependent on somebody and, and, and then leaving the actual killer out there to continue doing what he's doing and right. giving them the, the idea that, oh, I got away with it. I can keep getting away with it. You know, exactly. like, exactly. No.
2: that is crazy. We have we're currently in Providence um, right now. Uh, recently, there is a guy that has been going around campus on one of the colleges and raping, breaking in and raping women and stealing, like hitting them and stealing. And I live close by. So I'm like, get as hell. The first thing I started to think about is have you guys seen that show on Netflix on Un- Unbelievable? Yep. You know how the guy was going into the homes, breaking in, raping the ladies and stuff like that. And I was just all, I'm just thinking about, I'm like, Oh my God, like, this is something that I, like heard on the on netflix and they have a guy in custody that he, it was his fourth attack and they've got they got him into custody right now but they don't believe that the other three incidents were him but all of a sudden there's no more attacks after he's right now in right. jail
3: that's yeah it's so, creepy. that's creepy yeah I, I guess with that i can talk about this my my grandmother went to michigan and Uh, During the time that the Michigan killer was around and where her like building was that she had, her like dorm that she stayed in there on campus. He dropped one of the bodies off behind her building.
0: What?
3: Yeah. My grandma was in such fear of it that she was like, "I, I can't keep doing this anymore. And so she left
0: because she was so scared from them. Wow. I would
1: think. Been- <laughs> <laughs> What's I up? Ed- huh. What's up, Edson? Uh, Jacob says Providence is such a beautiful culture and nice city. That's too bad. You guys have such crap roaming around. True. True. Did you guys
3: also have somebody that thought he was a vampire and went around and attacked people then, too? Honestly, probably.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was crazy. You know what? Providence Mm. is
1: crazy. Sounds like my neighborhood, probably.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Providence is crazy as hell.
0: I
3: have have wore like a vial of blood around his neck. It was like attacking people in the neighborhood.
1: (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) I believe it.
2: One of my friends, um, her grandmother um, went missing. This is a a while ago. Her grandmother went missing um, and and they kept on like neighbors, kept on knocking on the door to see where she was at. And her son would be opening the door and say, hey, she's not home. Comes to find out he had killed her and stuffed her in the closet. And he was just living his best life in her home.
1: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy people. I don't have. Oh, I don't even want to think. Sometimes I would be thinking like, what goes to the mentality of these people? Like they just do it and they just go on like nothing ever happened. And some of them even have the body like still laying around. It's just like, like John Way Gacy, like right in their basement, and he's just like oh, living, yeah. living on top of them like nothing. Like, like there's no bodies under me, you know. Like, I don't know. Right. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch the things around a little bit. We're gonna go uh and play a little bit. Of a game we play with all of our guests just to get our viewers to get to know you guys a little bit. I don't
0: understand
1: what chaos is happening in the right now. <laughs> And we're back. So we are playing two truths and a lie, uh, where we are gonna say three statements. Two of them are gonna be true, one of them is gonna be a lie, and we have to figure out which one is the lie. Michelle, you wanna go first? You want me to go first? Oh, you guys feel brave <laughs> enough to go first? I'll go first. Oh my, my boy came ready. He's like, you know what? I've been I've ha- I've been ready for a couple of days. I'm ready right, right now. Right. <laughs> 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 go ahead. Um,
3: Okay, so number one, I was a, like, I was in Quiz Bowl. Number two, I worked for an amusement park. And number three, I graduated with a
0: 4.0. What was the first one? That I was in Quiz Bowl.
1: A Quiz Bowl. What's a Quiz Bowl?
3: Uh, it's where you, like... Like, they ask you a bunch of questions. There's teams from different schools. Mm.
1: What did they and ask you? you?
3: So it's almost like trivia, but high school edition.
1: Uh, what did they ask you, though? What was the, some of the questions they asked you? Random
3: things. So, like, you would get, like, what year did Columbus fail? Or where mm. is this at? Mm. What happened on this day? Things like that.
1: What was your major? You got a 4.0 in?
3: Yeah, it was high school. Oh, high school! It was, it was, it was, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, Michelle, do you think you know what to? Do you have any questions? Do you think which you know is the lie?
2: What was the
0: second one?
3: I worked for an amusement park. It's difficult.
1: John said, "The four 0
0: is the lie." I'm gonna say that you worked in an amusement park.
1: I'm gonna say that. Do they get four point in high school? I thought they just did letter grades in high school.
2: Yeah, they do get four point in high school. My
1: mom graduated with a 4.0 in high school. Huh. I'm torn. I think the first one or the last one is a lie. I think I can see him working in a amusement park. Um, I would love to work in a amusement park. I'd be going on those rides every day. I realized like a dream job. I'm like hell yeah, I'm going to work. Why are you so <laughs> Why are you so happy to go to work? I'm like. I'm gonna in in a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna go with the viewer. Jacob was also saying 4.0 is a lie. I'm gonna give 4.0 is a lie. Okay, yeah. So the 4.0 is a lie. I graduated with a 3.75. I
3: was so pissed.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, close. Close enough.
1: Oh, yeah. close, close. See, I thought I was like, wait, do they do 4.0s in high school? I'm like, maybe that's that's why I was asking you questions because I was like trying to catch you to see if you like stutter a little bit. And that's why when you said, uh, and then you said high school, and I'm like, okay. No, I'm no, like- I
3: was like, what would they call it? And <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> oh. How about you, uh, Keith? Keith, right? No, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Keith. Sorry. All right, so I'm stepping up to the plate for the two and in a lie. All right. All right. Number one, I
0: graduated with a 4.0. Number two, I have a tattoo of Kermit the Frog. Number three, I'm left-handed. You love what? I'm left-handed.
1: Oh, you're left-handed. Okay. Hi, Savannah. Savannah says hi, everyone. Oh. Uh,
0: let's see. Uh,
1: Wave. Ryan, wave. Oh, <laughs> ah, he is left-handed. <laughs> uh, the 4.0 I think is a lie, too. This is difficult. He said 4.0 in high school as well?
0: Nope. No, college. In college. College. I don't know. What do you guys think? John thinks 4.0 is also a lie. I don't know. I'm gonna say
2: I don't know. I I want to see the tattoo, but then again, it's like that's a really dope tattoo. So
5: <laughs> I, I would get it.
1: <laughs> Show me your chest. I want to see your shirt right now. Pull on your shirt. Oh, oh, so we're torn. Some people are saying 4.0 is a lie, and some people are saying Kermit the Frog is a lie.
2: I'm gonna say that you're left-handed, and I'm gonna hope that you have
0: that tattoo.
1: I'm a, I'm going to stick with 4.0 is a lie. Uh, I am uh, not left-handed. I'm
0: right-handed.
1: Oh, Woo! look at that. Wow, I thought I had him. <laughs> oh, wow. You got me, man. Thump, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. Because, wait, when you waved, did you wave with your left or your right? Left. That's what you got me. I was like, wait, he automatically picked up his left right away. I feel like. I knew you were going to ask. All right. I, like, I knew what you were
4: asking and what you were
1: looking for. You came too prepared, man. Too prepared. I was not ready for you. All right. Let's go. Mine. <clears throat> I, uh, so once I went uh, skydiving and I'm afraid of heights. So I forced myself to go, but right before I went, you know, like when, you, when you're nervous and you, your stomach starts feeling tight? So I accidentally peed. Right before jumping off the plane, so when I jumped off the plane, I felt the pee. Sorry, my lights are falling. <laughs> <laughs> True, <laughs> I felt right, the pee going up. Out, and yeah, right I was pretty. I was pretty cold because that cold air from coming down, it was freezing. So yeah, so I peed myself one time uh, right before I jumped out of the plane. Um, I once appeared on a television commercial, and I. and i
0: what was the other one
1: i did a spartan race one of those spartan races i'm gonna
0: have to call bullshit on his last one no you gotta think about it too
1: much (laughs) michelle what do you think
0: um
2: what was the first one again
1: what's up eli how was up as you guys know, don't know or know whoever was watching, Eli was on with us last week. Definitely check out that episode. So my mm-hmm. my first one was um, so one time when I went to skydiving, I was I was scared. You know, I was I'm afraid of heights, and I just couldn't hold mm-hmm. it. It just came out, jumped out of a plane, and I peed myself right before I jumped out of a plane. Jacob, which say- one is the lie? Which one is the lie?
2: I'm gonna say that you peed yourself jumping off the plane.
1: That's a lie. What about you yeah. guys? But can I
3: change mine to the first one? You're giving too much
1: detail. What about you, Ryan? I- I'm
4: still going to stick with
1: that third one. <laughs> the race, Yeah. Oh, Jacob said the plane. Uh, let's see.
0: So, yes, the plane. I swear I heard. <laughs> like, I was listening
4: to some of your uh, other... <laughs> episodes and I swear you talked about
1: pissing yourself before. I'm assuming that was it. Only in the shower. Only in the shower. I (laughs) (laughs) I have not jumped out of a plane. I did not pee myself. I am afraid of heights, so I have not jumped out of a plane. And will I do it one day? Maybe. But as of yet, nah, I can't. But, yes, I was in a Spartan race. It's actually really fun. I love doing that. I'm definitely looking to do it again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, when you're
3: extra-sized like this, you don't run.
1: Oh, yeah, it's you more. You get to the end of the block,
3: and then you need a cigarette and some oxygen. <laughs> like, if somebody broke into our house, you might as well kill me. I'm not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're like, I'll meet you at the finish line. Go from the start all the way to the end. Be like, I'll meet you there. But no, I did, honestly yeah, I did it because I always I always wanted to try it. I was like I really really want to try it, but it's it's definitely like a full body. Like my whole body just felt like numb. Like I was so tired, man. So yeah, uh, Michelle.
0: Um.
2: All right. So I went cliff jumping when I was pregnant. At the age of 18, I crashed my dad's car completely and left the scene and came back. <laughs> and I went hiking one day and I saw bear, um, bear prints on the floor and it was snowing. So he was able to see it and they were fresh and you can tell that it was chasing something. And when I kept on walking, I saw a black bear and I started running for my life. I
3: really okay, so <laughs> I, I, Yeah, go ahead. What was what was the first one again?
2: The first she, one was that I went cliff jumping when I was pregnant. Oh <laughs> uh,
3: see, you could do that and not know you're pregnant. How it's far sick. along were you? Right?
2: I was about two months.
3: Policy. I'm calling number two because I really would just feel like you like, wouldn't do that, but maybe I'm just way
1: off.
2: The <laughs> mm. so number two?
3: Hi then.
1: Yes.
4: How many kids does Michelle have?
1: She has one. One smart young man.
4: Yeah, I'm going to call DSI number two.
2: Number
1: two. <laughs> what was number two again?
2: That I crashed my dad's car and I left the scene and came back.
1: Oh, I think I think the third one. I think you did not see a bear and you did not go running.
2: Alright, the third one is a lie. Let's go! I, let's oh go! God,
1: let's man.
5: go!
2: Let's go! I, <laughs> I was
1: I like, you know go what? This. Go ahead.
2: I did go quick jump in when I was pregnant. I knew I was pregnant. And I also went to Six Flags when I was six months pregnant and got on all the rides because oh. I was not visible at all. So they couldn't really know that I was pregnant. I did crash my dad's car and left the scene and came back. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the bear tracks, I actually went hiking one day and I did see those bear prints. But I never saw a bear mm. at all, like the actual bear.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh you're supposed to play dead. I watch a lot of movies. I watch, I watch a lot of disc, uh Animal Planet. He
3: no, says, it depends on what type of bear.
1: Oh yeah. Oh good good. Yeah, good it's thing a black you said thing, that. You <laughs> good thing you say that. I'll be eating I'll be sitting there I'm like why is he still nibbling on me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
1: man. So let's see. Uh Eli said number three. Uh he said cliff jumping pregnant. Oh yeah uh <laughs> the car is the truth i can believe that don't fall for number two a lot of people thought number two was was a lie uh let's see yeah so a lot of people well thought it's because you
4: said it was like your your, your dad's vehicle i'm like i feel like if that was a lie you wouldn't be here alive because i imagine hearing gonna whoop kids' ass <laughs> i'm
2: surprised <laughs>
5: i'm
2: surprised my dad did not whoop my ass because I kid you not the whole side of the car was like dented inside like the whole front windshield like everything was just dented inside oh, and this man. was like broad daylight in front of a liquor store um and there was it was so much traffic everybody saw me i just hit the car and i'm just looking around at everybody like and then i
5: left
1: <laughs> I, I, came back. <laughs> I, I only did that one time but it was it wasn't well i was in high school I was a uh, junior, I believe, and it was my ex-girlfriend's car, like my girl from high school, and I was using it, and it was raining, and I couldn't see. I was backing up. I backed up into somebody. I was like, holy shit, I was so scared. I was in uh, high school, so I like, drove off. The next day, she said, my bumper's falling in my mouth. You know what happened? I'm like, no, why? What happened? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's falling? What do you mean? <laughs> How? How did that happen? But yeah, that's the, no, only, but- that's the only time I right. felt bad.
2: Driving in Providence, if you're not really paying attention to road, you'll feel a bump and then you'll think that you ran over somebody. So you're looking through the they're
1: like <laughs> Yeah. <"Have somebody?" laughs> it is so bad. It's like driving through like a safari or something. You're like the car dips yes. on one side and it dips on the other side and you're like going side to side. Uh uh-uh, it's crazy. We just have potholes in Michigan
3: that charge you rent to drive next to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: They said, let's see, Jacob said, I don't wish it on anyone, not even in cold ass and snowy Rhode Island. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so that was Two Truths and a Lie. Thank you guys for for playing. I feel like we got definitely to know you guys and I'm glad everybody thinks I uh, peed myself. (laughs) 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 On a plane. Yeah. That would be an experience. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Watch watch (laughs) me actually do it and actually Actually uh yourself, yeah. So Eli say Puerto Rican Puerto Rico roads are wor- are worse. Oh, for anybody who doesn't know, Eli's joining us from Puerto Rico. My boy. Nice. <laughs> so Michelle, do you want to talk about the um what you found? Um
2: I do know oh, that wait. there was another,
1: Go ahead. sorry. Go ahead.
2: Another case with um what was his name? Casey White. And um was it Casey? I don't know. Some so I guess it was um someone that was working in the jail, and they have the same last name, both of them, but they're not related at all. And she told um she told Higher Up that they were she was taking Casey, I believe that's his name, Casey to yeah. get em- get evaluated, <laughs> and they ended up ditching the car and they ended up like running away. And prior to that, she sold her house. She already gave her two-week notice in. And they actually just found them recently, probably like a couple days ago, and she actually shot herself.
3: Yeah, she 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 recently passed away. She later on that day passed away from that, which was, that was crazy. Wow.
2: It was. And at first they were thinking, like, oh, maybe, you know, he threatened her life. But I feel like for you to, like, how much power does he have inside of a jail that, you know, like, makes you quit your job, sell your home, and also... Mm -hmm run away with him
3: that must have been some good dick she's like
1: like, i I don't care you can punch me in the back of the head just keep that coming (laughs) keep that dick coming don't keep don't let don't stop that dick coming i can i can i can can deal with one more concussion i'm good i'm good
3: Talking about concussion.
2: That's That's hilarious. I was I was thinking that I was thinking that you know maybe someone being in that field as a correction officer and you being you know you have to act a certain way and have a certain attitude and sometimes you bring that home so you don't really attract people because you just have like this mean attitude and maybe you know since she wasn't attracting guys outside and here's this inmate that's like giving her attention attention that she's never received in the past and. I don't know. She sold her house. She gave her two weeks notice, and she said, "I'm running away."
3: Mm -hmm. And you would be surprised, like the power of persuasion that people can have over other people. Where like they can, can, especially with just people. I I don't want to call her weak minded because I don't know her. Vulnerable.
1: Let's say vulnerable. I feel like so there's there's yeah yeah, vulnerable. There's people in vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable situation. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. You know, and he was able to convince her that like. Oh, I love you. I'll take care of you. I'll do things like that. Like, and showed her that attention that she may not have been getting. I don't know. What is your opinion on it? Like, pretty
4: much same same aspect. It's,
3: she was more vulnerable
4: and wasn't getting any swipes on Tinder on the outside. So. <laughs>
0: got
1: fights on yeah. the elder all right yeah the elder, the elder. <laughs> she's like my lips are attached and i gotta do something so what do you what do you yeah. guys what do you guys gotta come over here <laughs> But no but it's true and actually there was an audio or actually um they interviewed his ex-girlfriend and she was talking about how like dangerous this guy was um you know and how like for the girl that for the police officer he's with to be careful because he he is a sociopath so it's crazy how like you know these people they might seem like like they know what they're doing they're playing the game and they know exactly who they play it with you know like for 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 that reason and for other reasons like that like it's i feel like maybe females shouldn't work in male correction officer places and females shouldn't work in male ones you know it should be like
3: yeah, and I, I was honestly surprised that they had a female yeah, working in was... a male one. And, and it's not to say that a female can't do that job, but if there is you, one female, and there is now a bunch of grown-ass men that are known to be violent, mm. that puts you into a situation that you may not be able to escape. Ever, yeah. You know, and it, then it
1: ends up real bad. Mm. For any, I, I, any any freddy cougar fans out there we already know how he came around you know <laughs> his mom got by 50 what is it 50 sociopaths or something like that his mom i don't know i'm a big i'm a huge freddy cougar fan so let me on old street um that's his backstory sorry <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> go, ahead man. go ahead michelle <laughs>
2: Um, I was going to say that I actually met a correctional officer and she was, um, a correctional officer for many, many years. And I'm, I'm, I kid you not when she used to walk into the door, everybody used to be afraid of her because just the face and everything, like she was just mean, but she, but I was the one that got to her and she was able to like, to talk to me. She was telling me stories and she worked at the women's correction, um, women's facility. And she would tell me stories how all the correctional officers, like they had, there's a high rate of suicidal because the way they get treated inside there, she told me that one day. She brought up one of um, the inmates to get checked in the uh, nursing station. The nurse went, ran out to go get something. And it was all the plot to actually, like, attack her. And she attacked the crap out of her. She was out of work for six months because she got attacked. And it's, it's just crazy. So imagine a female being in an all-males facility. Like, they have yeah. way more power than a
0: female.
1: Yeah. And it's just not, like, a, it's a lot of different aspects to it, too. It's like, those men probably will not see a female for a long time it just puts you know like i don't know people get aggressive you know hormones and everything and it's just it's just not a safe place for a woman at all like even being like sexually assaulted like verbally like you know or like you know like they're even saying stuff to her so i don't yeah. know yeah
5: craziness
1: yeah This
2: world crazy
1: so talking about going crazy um me and Michelle were actually looking at a book, a children's book, um, not to get like political or anything like that. But um, yeah, we saw this children's book about from four to eight year olds um, talking about like private parts. I know it's kind of like very like off and stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Is this the you- one that talks about like everybody has private parts? It's called, it's called um, My Body Growing. Yeah, my body growing and it basically gets very explicit. And it says basically saying like, um, what are the words, Michelle? Um, it was
2: talking about how um, the girlfriend sleeps over and he's and he's kissing or she's kissing all over his body and his part is going inside of her in and out. And it like things like that in a book <laughs> for four to eight years old, it says in the book exactly on the cover, it says four to eight years
1: old. So, and the reason why we, we, we just, I don't know, we were talking about it today, and we were like, we definitely got to mention this. Um, it was, I don't know, like, how do you guys feel? Do you guys feel like that's an appropriate age for somebody to be learning about?
3: <laughs> so, oh, God, I see it. You see it? Sorry, I had to look it up because I have not heard about this yet.
1: So, yeah, so I'm posting it on the screen right now so um, everybody can see the book. um. <clears throat> I don't want to read the passage because I actually started reading the passage and I kind of got a little bit thing. But it basically says, um, "Boy, um, something about when his it, when his penis gets stiff, he puts it inside her moist and warm um, area."
0: So I feel like this book was supposed to be a satire book that so what was it there was
3: like a year ago there was a bunch that came out that was supposed to be satire that were like they say they're meant for like kids this age yeah there was like my beaver or something but mm. it, it was literally all innuendos for for
1: for, for parts and stuff right yeah okay mm-hmm. Or her Pikachu.
5: Yeah.
3: Um, (laughs) If we're taking this literal and this is supposed to be a real thing, this is way too early. Yeah. Like this is not something like you can explain to your kids like boys have this and girls have this. Yeah. You don't touch each
1: other. (laughs) Like Yeah. So I'm gonna be one of the passages. Um, a little bit. So it says, this, remind you, this is for a four-year-old to an eight-year-old. Um, not to read too much. So they snuggle together for a long time. They kiss each other all over their bodies, behind the ears, on the neck, on the chest, on the stomach, even on the bum, and between the legs. Sabrina's vagina becomes moist and warm, and Marco's penis gets very stiff. And it keeps going on from there. So I don't want to read any more from that. They're
3: talking about ATM
1: style? <laughs> yes. So that's why it became so, like, alarming, like, for us when we mentioned it. Obviously, Michelle being a mom and, and um, and um you know, and just being in the community and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of that conversation should happen within the parents. I feel like we need to teach our parents how to educate, like, in an educational way. You know, I feel yep. like maybe some parents are, like, nervous because they don't know how to have conversations with their, with their kid. That's why I feel like we need to invest into our parents to help us co-cheat co-teach our community yeah. kids because education doesn't education is not only eight to three o'clock in the afternoon right. and then they go home and nothing no education is all around education starts at home at home is where you teach them about respect you teach them about how to how to talk to one another how to respect other people how to you know hold your ground you know like you know don't but um I don't know. How do you guys feel? You guys feel like it goes too far, or do you feel like it's this uh, appropriate time or appropriate age for that later on?
4: I I feel like it's way way too early on for that. But yeah. as far as like what well, what the age should be, like I don't know about you all, but I never had the the birds and the bees talk or that kind of a talk with my parents. Mm. It, it was a taboo subject. Never talked about it, and there there was maybe like two days worth of sex ed in middle school. Yeah. Because in seventh grade, maybe. But other than that, I like, all like, all the
3: sex learning and knowing I got about was from internet and experience. Yeah. I feel like we so did. Definitely... in my household, it was the complete opposite. We, like sex was not taboo in my house. Mm. So like, it was talked about openly and like, My sister turned like 14. My mom was like, if you're going to have sex, let me know. I need to get you on the pill. For me, it was, if you're having sex with a girl, wear a condom. If you decide you're gay and you want to come out that way, wear a condom. Like, there was never like a taboo put on it, which is very weird because I grew up very strict Baptist. But like, my mom never did that to us where she was like, this is wrong. You know, and so for me personally, seeing this, like, this is not the age to introduce that, but I also don't believe that teachers should be told that they can't ever talk about sex with their student, especially if that student is like my husband and comes up to a teacher and says, what is a penis? What is a vagina? Because maybe something's happening at home that they're nervous to talk about. And they've trusted you enough that they want to talk about that. And so there might be sexual assault that's happening. And now they're trying to, you know, to go into a very dark route with that. There could be sexual assault. Or it could be just a kid that's really curious about bodily anatomy. But they have parents that are like, sex is a wrong thing. Don't ever talk yeah. about it.
0: I
1: feel like... um I... Uh, I feel like teachers should definitely be able to talk about it. But I feel like if a child goes... There has to be a line. If a student goes up to you with curiosity and questions, and obviously the student's coming up to you because maybe they don't want... They don't have anybody at home to talk about, about it to. And they confide in you enough that they have questions to ask you. So I feel like that maybe you have a relationship with that student that nobody else has and they felt comfortable with you. So in that case, I do feel like – I do understand that. But I feel don't like to have – Talk about it with them. Don't demonstrate with them. It, to, Exactly. To have, yeah. like, to have like a class like, all right, today we're going to talk about this is going to go into here and then when you play – and then you – like I don't want a stranger teaching my – Son or daughter, how to please themselves, or like what do they do to please themselves, or anything like right. that? It because really they're on the desk, being like, "All right, here we go." Because they're <laughs> and then this it and called... then <laughs> and this is this this goes right. in here. This might look different. This might look like the front or the back, <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: depending really on think,
1: depending on your preference. Personally,
3: <laughs> I think that's something that like. Maybe in, like, somebody's ninth grade year, typically yes. that's when you're hitting that hit in your life where like, you might start having sex. And I'm not here to shame anybody that has sex at a young age. Yep. I don't know your life. That's your life. Like, you want to make those choices, make those choices. Yep. Everybody, you know, everybody's different. But I feel like that's something that, like, we should teach at, like, a ninth grade level where there's better understanding of it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. High school, high school, definitely, because high school they're doing it regardless. That by that point we already know they're either sc- they're doing it regardless. So yeah, we should too. In middle school, it should be maybe talking about like preventative things, like you know, like. <clears throat> but I don't know. I just I just found it very disturbing, and the fact that in Rhode Island, actually, the person who sent it, who sent me that, is actually someone that's running for um politics here in Rhode Island, um, because there oh, is. Lord, 'Cause there 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 is somebody there is somebody in the in the current setting in Rhode Island that's pushing for having um sexual ed pleasure based education being taught at home. So John said my ninth grade teacher was recently arrested as a sick pedo. That's that's another reason too. I don't know, but high school is when people. Well, should, so they're
3: those fucking ninth grade. So <laughs> <how to> <laughs> adults.
1: So J- Jacob agrees. High school is when people should talk about sex. That is true. I agree. Uh, he also said children don't understand sex or when they want, when they want it, want to be with. That's true. And at that age, they don't even know they like girls. They don't even know they have like boys. You tell them, oh, you right. like that girl? They're like, oh, they got cooties or whatever. You know, like, I don't want. I don't want somebody else. Putting that stuff in their head.
4: We're we're in our
3: 30s and we still say girls got cooties.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like,
3: she's like, I I came out when I was 16, but Ryan, he was 21 when he came out. So everybody's different. It just all depends on what's going on in your life. I guess. Yeah. Michelle, how do
1: you feel about this? Me or Michelle? Michelle? Go ahead, Michelle.
2: Um. To be honest with you, when I was reading the book, I felt like, I don't know, I just felt really disgusted and I felt some type of way because, you know, like I see my eight year old and I don't feel like he's at a point where he knows anything at all. In regards to that, so why are you gonna expose and open up their minds to to then be curious of something that is not a main focus right now? His main focus should be, you know, understanding him himself, learning, you know, in school and stuff like that, and and keeping away from that because it's just like he's just gonna become curious at that point, you know, right. wanting to go do things that this book is telling him about. Oh, what if I kiss a girl and then he like you know in between her legs? Like, what happens then? Type <clears throat> of deal? Is she gonna get moist? I want to see oh, like,
1: oh, you know. Oh, that word. I know that's what the book says though. That's what the, when I read yeah. it, I was like, I have to stop Re- reading this. This is
3: going to get very scary.
0: Yeah.
1: Nothing like,
3: should I, ever be that word. I'm just letting America know now. If that word ever
2: comes, it should <laughs> never be that please. word, yes. So my my son actually um he came up to me. He's like, Mom, do girls poop? And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, why? He's like, I've never seen you poop, but I know guys poop because I poop all the time. So it's like he knows what he knows, like him being a boy. But it's like a girl; he doesn't know what girls do, or or he knows that we're different in whatever way. But you know, I don't know. It's just like for me, for him to have that mindset asking if girls poop, it's like why would I even open up his? <laughs> <Other things.
1: laughs> he probably thinks girls are like so delicate and stuff. They're like they probably don't poop because pooping is like gross. yeah what's up red red five golf uh watching on on youtube what's up guy um yeah no i don't know i don't like let's keep kids kids let them let them let their let them develop to their own like like um like keith was saying you know like one came out at one age one came out at a different age because everybody matures differently everybody knows what they want at a different age um let's just i what i do agree on is having uh, groups in high schools, like LGBTQ groups, um, trans groups, and different, different groups that these students can relate to if they ever are curious or have somebody, so they have somebody that reflects them that they feel like they can go up and talk to them, you know, and open up if they have any questions, whether it be about sexual things or about themselves. You know, a lot of these kids are trying to figure themselves out. But to have us embed that in their head, I think it's wrong. I think we should just yeah. let them. I feel like we should let them speak to us and let them let us know when they're ready. Yeah. All right. So, um, we're going to end the night playing the game. Uh, we're going to bring out the Wheel of Games. But if you guys want to, uh, promote yourself, let everybody know how they can find you. Um, when's your next episode? Um, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh,. You can find us
3: on anywhere that you download podcasts, except for Pandora. We're not on Pandora. <laughs> oh, <so easy>. um,
5: <laughs> we
3: don't, don't have Pandora either.
5: <laughs>
4: Otherwise, uh, Facebook.com slash call us dead. And right now, for the next uh, 20 days or so, we got a promotion that's at the top of our page. Like, go there, check it out. So, when one of Three limited t shirts that myself and Keith both have from being the host. We're going to get copies of them and give them out to three lucky winners based on the rules of the show, the the contest.
3: The contest. Yeah. So check that out. Otherwise, right, we're on TikTok. Yeah, it, call us when dead. Or you can always email us at call us when dead. When call you're dead. Yeah. So, there you
4: go. Next episode is going to be the season opener for season number two of the Survivor stories, and that's coming out Tuesday
3: mm-hmm. or Monday at midnight. Monday at midnight is when we always drop them. So technically Tuesday, on the dot. Uh, we're not giving away details though on what we're doing first because there's there's gonna probably be there might be more than ten this season. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh-oh. There you go. And at midnight too for your midnight scares. You know, As... you like you and you ain't getting spooky and stuff. I'm one person. I, I like. I I don't mind watching horror movies at night, like when I'm about to go to bed. Like I'll be laying down. I love watching, horror movies. So. I'll, I'll be laying down, trying to fall asleep, watching Freddy Krueger or something. <laughs> and wake myself up in the middle of the night when somebody's yelling. I'm like, oh shit, the TV's on. It's like, <laughs> no, but, that's uh, not
2: me. I hate, I hate horror movies, but I love true crime. I I wanted to go to school to become a um to get my bachelor's degree in criminal justice and stuff. Like I'm so intrigued by it, but horror movies, no. I'm i not. was
3: going for criminal psychology, and we were always told, like, so my mom had us watch. Uh, horror movies at a young age and she would say like these are fake and then we would watch things like the ID channel and she'd go these are real monsters and so we learn to like differentiate the difference between the two of them and go this is all in a movie this is all fake we don't need to be scared of that <laughs> but the weird dude that's trying to offer me candy and a puppy he's a creep and I should run <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yep.
3: Oh, oh, shoot. I like that. My sister actually drew that.
1: Look at that.
2: Yeah, I like it. That's a patch, right?
1: It's a sticker.
2: A sticker. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Definitely tune in. Check them out. Call us when you're dead. Check them out. Mondays, they drop out. Midnight. New episode. All right. Let's bring out the wheel of games. Now, what's gonna happen here is we're gonna spin a wheel, and the wheel's gonna pick the next, the closing game, before we head out of here. Uh, whatever it lands on, we play that game, and <laughs> let the wheel go. Let's go. I'm
0: always so scared when
5: the wheel. Is
1: <laughs> oh, first time guest choice. Guest choice. So. First time I ever had a guest choice. So with guest choice is the guest gets to choose the game that we're going to play. I'm going to read off the names of the games and you get to pick whichever one you want us to play.
3: Oh, God. Okay.
1: All right. Ready? Never have I ever. One gotta go. Spit or swallow. Seven second rule. Marry. Smash. Friend zone. Agree or Disagree. Finish the lyric, Dirty Minds. Would you rather?
0: Oh, God. I, so many you know what choices.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one I want to do. one of them, dude. the dicks on the back and the, the vagina on the forehead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: would
3: you rather?
4: We <laughs> want oh, to do the would you rather. Yeah.
1: Would you rather? We're going
4: to do the would you rather.
1: Okay. Would you rather? All right. Everybody knows how to play. Um, would you rather we're gonna say two um two things. Would you rather either or give me one second? Um so in the meantime, definitely check us out on YouTube, Spotify, our Heart Radio, all platform or Underneath yeah.
2: Your Mom's bed. Underneath <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> your mom's bed
1: we there. I'm there. <laughs> Trying to wait for I'm you to there. go to the bathroom so I can run out the window. If <laughs> not, I'm going to call you when I'm dead. <laughs> I'll call you and be like, shit! I went to the wrong house. He caught me. Now I'm here. <laughs> Alright, would you rather... You guys ready? Would you rather date a sex addict or a porn addict?
0: you shut up Um, (laughs)
3: listen I may have completed Pornhub at one point COVID was a struggle
1: Um, do you see my biceps now do you see my biceps (laughs) I'm strong (laughs) I'm lean (laughs) thank you COVID oh god I th- I feel like I would have to do porn addict because then I know at least they're just watching it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> right. All right. What about you, Michelle? What about you? I'm sorry. What about you, uh, Ryan?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I'd
4: rather go with the, the porn addict. The
1: sex
4: addict,
1: if you're at work one day and they're needing their fixing, no you know, brother, Jim. Mm. Yeah, baby, I'm tired. I'll just I lay agree. on my stuff I'll lay on my side. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna agree. You're gonna as agree. well. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Alright. Next one. These are like raunchy. God. I'm trying to find a like a cleaner one a little bit. Alright. Would you rather help someone at work who might replace you or not help them because it's a competition? Oh, I'm not helping them. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith, can you can you grab this box before I fall? Nope. Go I'm, to hell. Get your I'm, own damn box. Bitch, I'm going on break. <laughs> 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 my food's getting cold.
3: No, I just, I probably would help them just because that's who I am as a person. But in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm, no, I ain't helping you. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm i
4: going to say, the I would not help them because that's. That person I am.
1: <laughs> mm. You said you would?
4: I, I would not.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Everything, Everything is a competition. Everything's
4: competition, but in the real world, when it comes down to it, it is every man for themselves.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
4: It sucks, and it's sometimes sad, but in the end, it's true. Someone will definitely pull the wool over your eyes
3: to move themselves forward, so why not it be you? Yep. And like my mama used to say, second
1: place is just the first loser. Well, uh, uh-uh. don't be asking me when the staff meeting is. I'll tell you when. I'll tell you it's forty-five minutes after it started. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What time you say the staff meeting was? Oh, Oh, nine forty-five. <laughs> we in there already going on our first five-minute break. <laughs> you, you walking in? Don't be asking me no damn questions. <laughs> what about you, Michelle?
2: Um. So, what was the first one?
1: Uh, sure. Would you rather help someone at work who might replace you or not help them because it's competition? Let's be nice in the chats, guys. Let's be nice. Go ahead, Michelle.
2: <laughs> you know, I was going to answer that saying, you know, I would help them if I'm moving up to a, a better position. Mm. But it seems to be that the like, question is really not <laughs> saying that you're True. going to a better position.
1: If they're replacing you because you're moving up, then. You better do the damn job right, cause I'm not. I'm not coming back to this position. Right. I'm not getting demoted. But,
2: um, I don't know. It's so difficult because I am a person that likes to help, <coughs> and I would go home feeling guilty and not being able to sleep at night. Mm. But I definitely do not want to help somebody that's gonna try to replace me. Yeah, no.
1: Fuck you, bitch. I hope you fall. <laughs> 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 All right. Would you rather? Uh... Michelle, do you have any? I can keep reading.
2: No, I don't
0: have any. Right.
1: Sorry. Would you rather let your partner have your phone unlocked for a whole day, or the passwords
0: to their emails?
5: Oh,
1: either. Either. I would rather. Oh, to me, it doesn't it really doesn't matter either. Matter. To me, it don't matter either. I would, but I would. I would rather get my emails. I like having my phone on me. I
3: ain't got nothing to hide,
1: so if he wants to look, he can look. Ivan replaced me. Oh, <laughs> I'm in the comments, sorry. Michelle, go ahead, what do you do? What would you do? I don't
2: I don't think neither. I don't know. I've always been in a relationship with somebody where it's like we either have the same passwords and you mm. know, whatever. Or we know each other's passwords but there's no need to go through them like i feel like to be honest i'm a person that's like if someone's gonna go cheat we're all grown enough if someone's gonna go cheat and do stuff behind your back then i'm not gonna kill myself trying to figure it out if you're cheating it's not meant to be goodbye <laughs> that's it i'm not gonna work myself up i seen girls go crazy like trying to like figure out where their man's at i have my my sister's friend um she would put GPSs in her man's car, and to the point that he actually found out that there's GPSs in his car. She probably bought like more than fifty GPSs. He would call Uber and throw the GPS in the in the Uber, and she'll go oh chase the Uber.
1: What? Yes. Nah, that is too <laughs> yeah. crazy. That is too crazy. It is. It is. I'm if, not working. If, on if, if you if you get to the point where you have to where you have to like track them down like that, then just. Yeah, no. You would not. That's not peace of mind. Like, how, how can you? I feel like in a relationship, you should have peace of mind. You should be able to be like, yeah. you know, like they're cool and everything. But if you think about it, like you're at work 40 hours a week. I don't want to be thinking about like, damn, what are they doing? Where are they going? I got to put a tag on them. I got to do this. Nah. Yeah.
2: No, I would say neither. I don't. I don't care.
1: Yeah. All right. Would you rather walk on the moon or visit the bottom of the ocean? Bottom of the ocean.
0: Bottom of the ocean. There's a lot of like unknown and undiscovered
4: species yet at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Depending on like if you're at the Mariana Trench or not, and where it's like the deepest point. I think it'd be pretty interesting to go at the bottom of the ocean.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody's at like to the very very bottom of the of the ocean. I don't think anybody's been there. So it'd be cool to see, like, those, like, what's living down there. You know, life is everywhere. I have seen one of those creepy, ugly-looking fish that are down there with the big eyes and the little thing that hangs over with the little light. Those things are ugly, so I can imagine what else is, like, down there. But what about you, Michelle? I don't know.
0: That ocean? No. I, I can't even swim
2: far in the ocean. I'm scared. <laughs> That's going to come
5: get me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I think the scary part it was it, what it would be is that it would be so dark. You would not be able to see anything. Yeah. I went scuba diving in Dominican Republic and I was so scared because when you look like you can't really see anything unless it's close. So I'm like imagine a shark comes and I won't see it until it's like really close. That I feel like that's the scary part. It's like being down there and not being able to see what's around until like, it's like really close. Yeah so, no. Yeah no. Not for me either.
2: I walk I walk on the moon. I'll do I'll jump and twirl and whatever it is that I'm going to do on the moon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eli you know, says uh hey they've been to the bottom a few times of the uh, Mariana Trench. Nice. Very. All right. Next one, would you rather wear boxers or briefs? Uh for me briefs. Michelle, um your man.
0: Um, it
2: doesn't matter to me. I will wear anything.
1: She's like my man. Is, she's like she's like my man is sexy no matter what he wears. <laughs> Come over here with that. Get over here, baby. <laughs> Take them bad boys off. <laughs> Those I'm snow. going boxers. They're
3: just more comfortable.
1: So Eli, I prefer briefs. Briefs? Yeah, I feel briefs. Well,
0: I I guess I would prefer more boxer briefs.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Eli says boxers. John says depends. Boxers, cool. boxers. A lot of people wear boxers. I just like, I like everything to have its place. Everything be compacted. <laughs> everything to feel organized. I guess <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> uh, amen to Michelle. Uh, uh, Ashley says amen to that, Michelle. Uh, Eli says boxers to bed uh box of briefs to work out all right okay okay a food one three more would you rather a snack on snicker bar or a butter or buttery popcorn 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 i know what michelle's going to pick
0: i don't even
2: gotta say it <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you're going to pick snicker bar yes anyway I know michelle i do love snicker bars but I also do love some really good, buttery popcorn. Especially at the movies. I always tell them, put a little bit of popcorn, put some butter, put some more popcorn, put some butter, put some popcorn, and then put more butter on top. <laughs> so, yes. Everybody says, let me see, Eli says popcorn as well. Jacob, popcorn. But I do love a good Snicker bar as well. All right. Two more. Would you rather... Have loved and lost or never loved at all? That's deep.
0: <clears throat> that's deep. Never loved at all. I would rather go with the love than lost, <laughs> Because it builds you. makes you stronger. I agree. You learn, you develop.
1: And and lost love could mean like a person passed away. A person left, you know, that's, that's a love lost. I feel like I definitely agree. Anything negative like that definitely impacts you. makes you a stronger person and builds your character, whether it's romantic or not. But uh, I would agree with that. I would say I would have rather have loved and lost. That's to never love at all. <laughs> Eli said that's selfish, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't know what
2: I would pick. I feel like I was in too many scenarios because I loved too much, so it's like yeah. <laughs> so it's like, damn, like I'd rather not love at all because I'd rather not even know what love is and just go about my you know life mm. I don't know, but then life is all about loving, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know
1: I feel like there's 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 good things to gain from like lost love. And like in different relationships. But go ahead, Keith. Did you answer?
3: Um, no, you're good. I was, oh. just, I was just agreeing with Michelle.
1: Okay. So Eli is responding to you, Michelle. He says, So you've lived and lost and learned. You've, you've lived, you've loved and lost and learned. Yes. Yes. I have. All right. Last one. <clears throat> Random. Let's see. Huh? Would you rather jump out of a plane with a parachute? That makes no sense. It just says that. (laughs) (laughs) That's seriously what it 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 says. (laughs) All right, let's begin this one. That's all it says. All right, let's see. Would you rather make twenty-five, uh, two thousand, two hundred? Oh God. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year at your job or barely get by with a job you were due for nearly free. Ooh.
0: I mean
4: we're pod we're podcasters and YouTube hosts, aren't we doing
2: that?
0: True. Yeah. For the
2: moment for the moment, we're gonna manifest some good money
5: coming <laughs> in. But, yep. but I, put it but out I'm there
2: Working a good job that's giving me two hundred and fifty thousand
1: Dollars a year, mm. yeah.
3: Can I do that?
1: Yeah, I gotta go with the first. Yeah, same. Cause that can that can definitely buy happiness, even though if it's temporarily. You, you know? can
2: invest, and in, you can you you would have more room to do so much more stuff, which is like investing and you know m- doubling your money. At the end of the day, you're gonna have something to move with. Yeah.
3: I don't know, they say money buys happiness, but I'd sure the hell love to find out because <laughs> kind of <laughs> I do but- of money.
1: I do, I do, so Eli said number two, and I definitely agree with what he said, it's like, when you love what you're doing, it doesn't doesn't matter, like, you know what you're receiving out of it because you're enjoying what you're doing. And yeah. I feel like you're happy at work when you love what you're doing. You come but to at work. at
4: the same time, you got to have your lights on. You got to have a roof over your head. That is true too.
1: That is yes. true. That is true. Someone,
2: do- someone once told me you got to be 100% yourself in order to give 100% to other people. So if you're going to be yes. living free, trying to do what makes you happy, and you're not even happy, you know, like living under a, a freaking in a car or something and freezing cold because it's cold outside. No, you're not going to be able to contribute the same amount of care and love and percentage of, you know, wanting to do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, yes.
1: What's up independent. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um. Yeah. So I would definitely, Um, I definitely agree with the whole, like you should love what you're doing. But two hundred and fifty thousand is two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I can't even pretend I'm happy. <laughs> look, at that mother- look at that motherfucker always smiling and shit. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you know, but you know, two hundred fifty thousand is 250000 dollars, you can't 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 be mad at that. Can't let that go. You know, but, you can
2: uh, use that money to do something that makes you happy.
1: I can go Fiji. I can go swim with dolphins. I can go. You know, artificial happiness. You know, but yeah. that's the end of our game. Thank you guys for coming in tonight. Um, Ryan Keith from the uh, "Call Us When You're Dead" podcast. Definitely check them out. I definitely checked out their 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 episodes. Is definitely interesting. Um, especially the guy from freaking Russia. What he was, what he was doing to them—stuffing their face with dirt and 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 leaves or whatever he was oh doing. Oh God! Yeah. So definitely check them out if you are into true crimes and you're into um, um, yeah, mystery and stuff like that. Definitely check them out. Um, yeah. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Aha Radio, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Rumble all those things. Michelle, you got anything to say? No, I don't got anything to say,
2: but definitely check them out cuz that headline what you guys got right now, it's it's crazy. It's so <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> call us when like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like did... what
2: are they talking about? It's like you could make up so many different stories out of just that headline. Like you, like it's just not one thing, it's just so many different ideas that you can actually think of. That's what I was thinking when I was like call us for your dad like what like mm. It could
1: be about anything. I know. <laughs> right. that, is, that is definitely clever. Definitely good. Good job with that. Yeah. Um, but as Michelle would say, if you're not in the circle, get in the circle. Tune <laughs> in with us next week. We will see you there. Bye. Bye.